2: don't quit before the miracle happens! Hey, with an Effective Characters, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. And the opinions are own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today we'll be sharing our experience on abuse in and out of the program in episode 140 of the Effective Characters podcast. Let's go! hoo! Man, 140. We only have a couple more, and then you guys are going to be five years old. What? what? Crazy. <laughs> we'll have our marbles back. Yep. Um,
1: and James then. It is before me.
2: You guys still won't know what to do with them. In two <laughs> years, I'm going to know what to do with them, and I'm going to tell you. And you know what I bet it's going to be? What? It's gonna be, wait another five years, is what your marbles are going to tell you. Or
1: they're gonna do? They're gonna say, uh, "Just do what you did at the beginning." Or they're gonna
2: say, "Put your pants back on. You're in public." <laughs>
1: Stop playing with <laughs> your marbles.
2: Uh, how how is everything? Who wants to go first? Hey, do rock paper scissors and yell out what you're gonna do, and then whoever wins will go. All right, one, two, three, go. Rock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> it was scissors. oh, of course it was. That's nice. <laughs> so Dennis, Dennis, you go. How was everything?
1: Wait, didn't he just win because he got sc- Oh, no. Scissors loses. Never mind.
2: <laughs> what kind of, what kind, of, early. kind of crazy scissors are you dealing with that they cut through a rock?
1: <laughs> I don't know. The ones that cut cars in half at dumps.
2: Oh, yeah. The um, jaws of life. Yeah.
1: Okay, go um, ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really do much. Um my uh the Minecraft world that I played play in, someone deleted all the entities. So like my fully decked out villager trader hall, like all the villagers were gone and like everything was just gone in the world that were like entities. And I know no one understands what that means except for James, but it really sucks. So, but other than that, everything's fine. I'm kind of like, feel like I'm in a waiting mode in a way. I'm just waiting for the next things to happen because, you know, the projects I'm working on have kind of hit a stagnation because of what's going on in the crypto world and NFT world waiting on James to give me some more artwork and like so that's kind of where I'm at it's like waiting nothing too exciting our friend I got good news though a very good friend of ours who has been battling cancer for the last couple of years found out that he is now cancer free and it's completely undetectable so that's good I think you two know who I'm talking about Hooray. so that is really good news I heard this week
2: Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh,
1: Another one of our friends relapsed recently. Um, So that's kind of disappointing, I guess. Unfortunate, sad, scary. Uh, I guess
2: if I'm going to toss out a describing word, I'm going to say expected and not against the person. But that's what this disease does. Yeah. It wasn't, no. it's not surprising, you know, it's not shocking for sure. Again, but, completely yeah. not because of the person, but because of the disease. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I think, I think as I know for me, as I get away from a drink time wise, I just have to put different things in my program to put things in place distance wise for me and wanting a drink and, that number one thing is myself I have to put myself um, away and and give it to God you know that's the that's the only way I was able to do it so prayers yeah. you know for him that uh, I guess seeking him or her uh, I guess I should I should been them. using they <laughs> yeah uh, they those pronouns. So uh, it'll
1: be all right. I talked to him, and think some of y'all talked to him as well. So it will be he'll be okay, or they'll be okay. Um, but other than that, that was my week. James, how was your week? Uh, I had a good week.
0: I worked a little, and I went to a few night meetings. Um, <clears throat> I talked to my kids a lot. Um, me, my wife, and I. We went to church yesterday, and then after church, we helped pack one hundred thousand meals for uh, Ukraine, and it was part of the U.S. food. So it was very well organized, and we we did a lot of boxes of food. So it was like. A scoop of salt, a scoop of seasoning, a scoop of rice, and a scoop of lentils, and it was in a bag. And there was every there was a bunch of tables, and we were just like we were just flowing. It was like a factory line, and then at the end there was a hundred thousand meals, and it, it was going that day it was going right to New York, and then right to Ukraine the next day. So it was cool to be part of you know helping people out, and um, Trevor was there. He got invited um, by Chris, who goes to the night meeting. So it was cool to see Trevor there. I was oh, That's cool. I was like, Trevor, you've learned, you're, you've come to learn about Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, heard a, I heard a rumor that <laughs> it was, was Trevor really trying to sneak in chicken nuggets inside of the lentils? I heard he was putting a nugget inside each one, a chicken McNugget. Is that true? <laughs>
0: Yeah, but the thing is those nuggets, by the time they get to the r- Ukraine, they would contaminate the rest of the food. So
2: Yeah, that would be <laughs> Well been you good. somebody should have stopped him. It was frowned upon. Yeah. I mean if but I mean he meant well, you know. As <laughs> if my mother always used to say that I had a heart of gold and a brain of mush. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And this is—I question the heart of gold. Maybe bronze. I
0: don't know. I plan to do some art tonight. I know I've got um a few more to do. I'm excited, but even if we do finish it, it's not like we should
1: start selling them now. (laughs) No, but like behind the scenes discussion. No, we won't start selling them now, but as soon as the art's done, we can start promoting it, and then in a few months, we can start selling it. There you go. We need the art to start building the hype, and to to have a date that we can get
2: people to look forward to. Yeah. So that's about it. What about you, Mike? Uh, Last week, I woke up in a, uh, not cold sweat, but pretty close to... Uh, realizing that I, and I told Dennis this, I totally screwed up and thought that I reached out to my ex wife asking her if we could change the parenting plan this week because I booked a short three day trip to Boston to see my family. And uh, I don't know. You, you ever do one of those things where you type out a text and something comes up and you don't send it and you think you did? And in my head, I thought I did and I went back and I didn't. So I had to ask if it would happen last minute and I hated to do it. Uh, just cause I don't want to put anybody in that place, let alone uh, feel like Olivia is not my priority. Um, that's just, so she thankfully was able to accommodate that. So Thursday I'm going and hanging out with uh... so when you're listening to this, That morning, I'm going to be flying um, to Boston and spending a couple days with my family that I haven't seen since August, and uh, Becky's coming with me, so yeah, it'll be good. And my uh, stepsister, the same, well, I guess the same day that I proposed last week, she told us that she's expecting her first child, so it was... uh, It was great. It was pretty – it was funny and that, you know, it made me think of – and I wasn't – I was really, really happy for her. Like, I told friends of uh, mine, and they're like, oh, how did you find out? And I found out via a a text. She said, congratulations on your engagement. I also have news. And she sent a pregnant emoji to me. And I'm like, that's great. And it made me think of – How many people, and listen, if this is you, I get it. That's fine. But somebody who gets married and then a friend of theirs at the wedding uh, proposes, (laughs) and they're like, It's my day. What are you doing? You know, and it's like, nah, like, I I think if anybody wants to do anything great any day, I'm all for it, you know. But uh, I think the program helps me be that way because. Some friends of mine that I told are like, "Oh, she couldn't just wait a day, to re- make the announcement." And I'm like, "It's not about me." Like yeah,
1: she she could say the same thing, couldn't he just wait it a day?
2: Yeah, I. So, I mean, I think the the difference is a the program and b she she was she's really really early in her pregnancy, so like you guys don't know her, and honestly, this is the uh, the right place for me to share the news in that it's really early in the pregnancy and the majority of people in program that listen to this podcast know that God's in control and, um, yeah. And positive prayers for, you know, a, a life to come into the world is always a good thing. Um, so yeah, so it's pretty, uh, pretty exciting. That's the big stuff. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Pretty, pretty cool. sweet. So, uh, this is a topic that uh, this is in spoiler alert. If we sound sleepy, which I don't think we do at all, it's because this is the, we've broken our record, the earliest podcast that we've ever recorded.
1: Because yeah.
2: we were trying to get everything in, and uh, and James, Dennis, and I have a, a crazy little bit of a different week with me going out of town. So, this is one where I asked for some help, and James stepped up with a topic. How did you come up with it, James?
0: Well, uh, I was actually in church um, yesterday when I, I was texting you. Probably shouldn't be doing that. But um, the, the, you came up with the topic, and the, the pastor was talking about abuse. And um, it was really cool, because when he was talking about it, towards the end, he was like, and, you know, there's a lot of people in here. So, you know, if there's any uh, on the other end, you know, abusers, he got really, he got really quiet. He's like, he was like looking at everyone. It's like, if you're an abuser, he said, stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was, it was almost comical. He's just like, now, stop did, you, it.
1: did you follow his eyes and see who he was staring at when he said it?
0: No, no, I didn't. <laughs> and then, but this is the best part. He's like, stop it. And then he's like here's how so he didn't just you know tell people to stop it he's like here's how you stop it and um it was pretty cool so um i yeah i don't the whole thing was when he was talking about abuse i wasn't i was thinking like man i don't i don't think i've been abused you know, maybe a little bit, but I, it was one of those things where I just came up with a topic. Not really, not too much thought about it. It was just kind of thrown in there. And I know Dennis was like, "What? What? I don't know
2: anything about that." And so not like, really. I would just say, like, define what you mean by abuse. Well, <laughs> here's here's the definition that they have, and then maybe James can uh, dive into that. So, abuse is a verb. Um, it is to use something to bad effect or for a bad purpose. Uh, definition two: treat a person or animal with cruelty, abuse, violence, assault is also a uh, let's see or use or treat somebody in a bad way, cause them damage or harm. Speaking <laughs> an insult is verbal abuse.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when, you know, when the pastor was talking about it, he was talking about, um, well, let me just go into personally, Uh, you know, for as far as, you know, inside or before I became an alcoholic young, you know, there was, there was definitely um, abuse, not from my dad. Um, They were very loving parents, but, um, you know, there was some really early on there was some abuse and, and I mean like sexual abuse when I was before even kindergarten, you know, with like neighborhood kids and stuff. And I think that affected me the rest of my life because I would um, just always be, you know, afraid around um, the opposite sex. Sometimes I would be afraid I never told anyone either. You know, know, I didn't didn't tell my parents, Um, and you know it was it was hard. And then after a while, you just kind of push it down. Mentally, it it affected relationships moving forward. So it's been a healing healing. process. Um, As far as um, like from verbally, um, I've been very blessed to have parents who. You know, always brought me up, always were loving, always said how proud they were of me. You can do anything if you put your mind to it. Um, And a lot of the times I believed them. But, um, you know, once I found drugs and alcohol, it just kind of took a a backseat. You know, that was what I what I believed in. I didn't believe in myself. I believed in feeling good. Um, and who knows why I did it? You know, I just I did it because I liked the feeling of drugs and alcohol, and it just made me forget about you know stuff of the past. Um, ha- moving forward, having a spiritual awakening and being in the rooms, um, you know, I've um, you know, when every any time that I, well, okay, before that, you know, you know guys know that I met my wife far before I became sober. So we were together three years and be, during that three years, we drank a lot together. And, you know, I was, I could probably, you know, with my tongue, you know, I would say hurtful things, mean things. I you know, to be honest, I'm surprised she's still with me. But I think, and she's even said that she saw Um, like the good in me. So um, we've made amends to each other. We were both pretty abusive to each other as far as verbally. Um, I've never been like the physical type. Um, But, you know, my tongue can really slash things. And um, since then, since I've been sober, like I try to only say uplifting things. I try to build life into people when there's a new person that comes to, to work, you know, I'm like, I'm so happy you're here. Um, if you need anything, this is, you know, I'm here for you, you know, and like the new guys, the, the, miners, minors, the 16, 17 year olds, you know, a lot of times people just ignore them, but I like help them and give them tips and, and just talk life into people. And as far as my wife, um, I do not insult her or belittle her. Um, and if I do, I immediately say sorry. And it, it just hurts now. So uh, that's kind of some av- abuse in a nutshell for James.
2: What do you guys think? Thanks, James. Dennis, did you want to go third or 2nd
1: Oh, go second, I guess. Cool. Look uh, at you. Yeah, um, it's tough for me. Like, I don't think I've been abused a lot. I think there's instances in my in my life where, like, I believe my father punished me unjustly for a lot of things. And but it's something I've come to grips with and like worked through and repaired my relationship with my father and stuff like that. Um, I know I used to like friends I used to hang out with, you know, from like high school and my 20s and all like my group of friends before I quit using and stuff where there's type of friends who would like hit you as like a greeting, you know, like punch you in the arm and stuff. But they like were pretty aggressive people. And I had like my roommate who was like my best friend for many years would do that constantly. And it, it's like hurt, you know, and that's just like the manly kind of whatever mentality or whatever. And then eventually I got sick of it and I like went off on it. I was like, stop, <laughs> like, it's not cool. Like, stop hitting me <laughs> like everyone. No one's allowed to hit me and, and jest and joking and whatever. And it stopped after that. But I don't think there was any necessarily mean intention behind that. That's just the way they were. Um uh, other than that, I, I'd like, I, I would think like, you know, I think coming to grips with that with like abuse before the program is something that we all need to work out on. And like just like any trauma in our life, we need to do it with like through the steps, through, with God, with our sponsor, with professional help, if that's what we need. and, and I think, it's important that we do work through that stuff because carrying that baggage for the rest of our lives or for our whole entire life can damage not only us, but other people around us, you know? So I think it's to emphasize, like, if there is that kind of stuff in your life, work through it, get through it in the right way, and everyone will be better for it. But I want to touch on, like the abuse after recovery kind of thing right like i know we have a friend who has gone through like abuse of like in the sense of uh like being in recovery and someone in the rooms is like being aggressive towards them you know or like overbearing or whatever I don't know the exact word or whatever but kind of like how my friends used to punch me and stuff another person would like aggressively touch their person or something you know what I'm saying and then like when confronted with it they say things like man up or stop being a pee you know what I'm saying so I think like that kind of stuff does happen in the rooms and we have to like you know be aware that that kind of stuff's not okay and a lot of times it's newcomers who act that way because they haven't done the stuff so they haven't done the self-reflection and seeing what their actions affect people and stuff and you know i mean that that hasn't really happened to me but the best i can think of is like you know talk to your sponsor have them guide you through what the actions that you can take such as like confronting that person as far as tell- asking them to stop and that you don't appreciate the way that they're treating you and or going as far as just avoiding that person or going to different meetings that that person's not around and stuff you know but I'd like to hear what you guys have to say about that kind of stuff too thanks Dennis
2: you're welcome Le- yeah let me um, keep that question in mind James maybe you can wrap it up uh, after my share, and I'll just tie it in. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, so let me hit that first, just because it's fresh in my mind. Um, yes. the the Those exact words, or close to, there were some meetings that I first uh, went to early in sobriety, where that was um, what was said, and... My experience was it was a men's meeting, um, where there were old timers, and uh, I think they were. It was they were using words that were taught to them forty years earlier. So we're talking now the early seventies that they had in their uh, their sobriety, and that's how they. It's it's similar to like the pronouns that people are, are saying are an issue. It's a thing of the past that unfortunately still in some areas gets handed down. So people nowadays will still use that. There is abuse in the rooms for sure. I also know some abuse that comes from, um, I mean, we talked about it on St. Patrick's day, the episode, we are not saints. I think sometimes that is what happens to people is they come in the rooms, they get well, they get a couple sponsees under them and that power goes to their head and that abuse sets in of, hey, you haven't been through this, I've been through this and they get a warped perception of what it is. You know, uh for me, before I accept any new sponsee, I pick them up as a temporary spon uh sponsee. And I do that because I want to make sure that we work out, you know, um, I don't just collect sponsees because I feel like, Oh, I'm helping them. Cause am I really, um, I don't know. <laughs> it, uh, I, that's how I make sure that I'm not abusing, uh, somebody in the program and that I'm trying to help them, you know? service could get to a point where if you take on so much service you're actually not helping anybody and you're not helping yourself so um i combat abuse like that uh just like uh, dennis was talking about when i was younger i guess i didn't see a lot of abuse that i had been through i look back and there might have been like some parts here and there and i think anything that I can think back on is probably stuff that I identified when people were sharing their stories in the rooms that I said like, Oh yeah, well, stuff like that happened to me. You know, like my parents divorced when I was 12 and my father uh, got into a relationship and a year after proposed um, and was spending the time that he had with my brother and I every weekend on building a house for them and me I had a room in there but I would tell some people and they said oh that was abuse because you were being forced to work with your father to see him on a saturday or not see him because he was and I and I would say yes that is the case but he paid me to work with him so that payment it's not, you know, like we would still talk. We would still have coffee. We would have lunch. On the way home, we, you know, like that. There was still bonding that happened, but some people would see that as abuse. You know, um, every farm family in America is abused. Then, but you know what I mean? It's totally, it's totally true. One yeah. person's abuse is not another's. It really only matters if that person says they feel abused. And yeah. there were some people in my life in the in the past, I don't know, 15 years that I told that story to that they say, oh, yeah, that's so wrong, you know, and it's like the story that I think Dennis was told a while ago, the uh, Chinese was a Ch- Chinese parable or whatever. Is it is it good? Is it bad? You know, who knows? You know? Was it good that I actually learned to work hard and and I I learned a lot of lessons and heard a lot of stories probably from my father in that time? Or I could have said, no, that's fine. And then missed out on all those moments. So um, I try to, just like James said, just to wrap up, to not abuse people by today, uh, being of service in a healthy way. You know, I know that if I don't have anything to give, I can't give it. So, um, I just try my best to, to fuel myself up and learn as much as I can and go through as many things. You know, if I, if I didn't put my shoes on and just keep walking the last two years, uh, being sober and going through a divorce, single parenting, dating, and in working and just chugging right along i wouldn't have those if anybody else came up and said hey i'm going through that and uh carrying the message i think is also being willing to carry your own stuff and finding a solution in it so that's what i try to do to help people with abuse and to stay on the beam today james
0: yeah um just to wrap up um If you're yep. going through abuse, and um, I think the best place you can be in, if you're, you know, an alcoholic, or if you're an addict, like, like so many, we're the best place to be is in the rooms and, and talking to or with a sponsor. You know, don't don't isolate. Um, you know, if it's physical, mental. You know, we can abuse ourselves sometimes, you know, we can be sitting, isolating and telling ourselves that, you know, we're not good enough or too fat. You know, that's self-abuse. And um, I've been I've definitely been victim of self-abuse sometimes. So I'm not good enough. I'll never be good enough. But um, talk about it. Be get out there, you know, even if it's just with one person, uh, don't isolate you know that's the worst place you'd be.
1: So,
2: yeah. Awesome, thank you, James. Well, guys, another incredible episode. And uh, Dennis, I owe you ten bucks. Yep, Dennis, it's gonna be great. And I said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll I didn't take do you that. ten bucks. James I'll is take like ten bucks though. Yeah, I'll give you ten bucks. Yep. All right. dollars. You know what? I'll give it to you in crypto. So it'll be worth a nickel in a week. <laughs> uh, well, we'll be sharing. <laughs> sorry, I had to. We'll be sharing no. our experience, strength, and hope next week on Thursday. We'll be back for uh, episode 141 with an effective character. Is entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, if you're feeling abused, ask for help from people that you. Love and appreciate, and if you're on the beam, I think you can you can figure out that uh, you know people want the best for you. Even reach out to us. We do have a Twitter. Uh, how, what is that, Dennis? You got it? At the underscore characters. That's right. And, and Dennis, he fields all those with his, his ten thousand tweets a day that he does. <laughs>
0: Thanks. And we'll see you.
2: Next time. Thanks, Dennis. Thanks.